Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I think I've talked about this before. I'm sure I have. Back when in our early 20s, my friends and I used to go on these really fantastic trips on the narrowboats around England. We went on the canal once and the river once and just spent a week sort of messing around in boats, eight or nine of us. It was sort of like, it's that, it's that friends time in your life, you know, your twenties where your friends are kind of your family and, uh, it was fantastic fun. And of course the canals in England were the way that goods and yeah, coal or wood or metal or whatever it was, was shipped around the country in the kind of the industrial, the early industrial age before really roads, roads and rail were a thing and the horses used to drag these long, low boats along the canal and that was how stuff got around. And now of course it's all about leisure. And one of the things that I really remember about those trips, and this is what I've talked about before, was just how hard it was at the start, for me at least, to, to steer these long boats, because the front is maybe 40 feet foot ahead of you. And you know, you, you make a change on the, the rudder and nothing happens and you think, oh, the bend's coming up. I really need to make sure something does happen. So you go a bit farther and a bit farther and a bit farther. And then of course because you haven't waited long enough, the cur the steering, the curve on the steering, the correction on the steering becomes too big. So immediately you are pushing back the other way, trying to fix it. And of course the correction becomes an overcorrection and then you need to correct that. And so we get into this cycle. And of course, the reason for that is that it's not like driving a car where the feedback is instantaneous. It takes a long time for the, it's, you know, it's a bit like that old. I don't know whether this is true, but they used to say, you know, it takes like a tanker six miles to turn around and maybe that's true, but the, the fundamental point that, that it takes a lot longer for you to understand what's happening, um, with, with a narrow boat than it does with a car. And of course, later on, when I spent all that time on the water sailing, I got used to waiting. I got used to waiting and not overcorrecting, but. In the meantime, while I was learning, there was all of that wasted time, all of that wasted energy, all of that, all of that wasted, um, self-respect when I managed to steer the longboat into a, you know, the side of the river or the side of the canal or, oh my God, somebody else, whatever it might be. And the interesting thing is from, from my point of view in the business point of view is that we're wasting all of this effort very often correcting and overcorrecting our mistakes. And I was thinking about this yesterday, Wendy and I went to the supermarket, we did our usual shop. And at one point I had in one hand, I had a couple of bottles of wine and in the other hand, I, I had pain relief tablets. And one of those is a consequence of the other, right? <laughs> one of those is a consequence of the other. And we do this, I think so often in business too, we overcorrect. You know, I was writing a piece for a client this morning and in that piece, I'm talking about this same idea, you know, maybe 20 years ago, probably now, maybe, no, maybe longer than that. You know, I first read the research about the fact that people didn't read online. They don't read websites. And it's something that I parroted to, to clients over and over again in the, in the 15 years that followed. And of course it's true on average, on average, people don't read websites, but actually 
one of the things that I've, you know, I've learned since, and I've practiced since, and you know, my websites, my personal website is full of content. It's full of copy, long form copy, because yes, on average, people don't read, uh, websites, but when they're engaged, when they are interested, when there are secrets and links and Easter eggs and insights being unfolded, they absolutely do read. Not everyone, of course, but the people who are certainly in my case, my best clients, my most likely to convert clients, they are the people who are engaged. And, you know, then the other kind of advertising maxim comes in that there are no, there are no ads that are too long, just ads that are too boring. And it just occurs to me that so much of what I've talked about on this podcast about the kind of the flip-flopping, you know, the tactic of the week kind of stuff is all of us overcorrecting. And actually, if we could, you know, go back to that image of the longboat where the front is 40 or 60 foot ahead of us, maybe, and focus on that rather than what we feel is happening at the back of the boat. We get a better sense of where we're going. We take an automatically, we take a longer term view and we're much more likely to build a story that means business in the future, rather than all this faffing around at the back overcorrection and hitting things and wasting time, wasting money, wasting resources, <laughs> wasting self-respect. Anyway, that's been on my mind today. So I wanted to share that with you. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to know what I know, search online for story.business. Bye now.